everyone. My name's Nicole. I'm Brenna. I'm Reed. And this is FitClick. podcast where we talk about fanfic. Each week we usually talk about three different pieces that we've selected, but this week we're doing things a little bit differently because it's our one year anniversary. Hype horns! I guess also spoiler horns if you don't know about <laughs> Fit Click's trajectory. <laughs> I guess re- retroactive spoilers for previous episodes that we'll discuss. Yeah. Yes, we will be discussing things from the past, so if you're not 100% up to date with your fit click get out. No, you can stay. <laughs> Just be aware that you might get a little bit spoiled. No, you can stay. Also, spoilers for, like, us lasting a year. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a spoiler or just, like, a I thing that has happened? Spoiler. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A victory that we share yeah. with our ficlets. <laughs> it's like we've gotten renewed, but... It was only us deciding that, so congratulations. (laughs) We just decided not to cancel ourselves. (laughs) God. Exactly. Yeah, so like Brenna said, this episode is going to run a little bit differently. Um, We're going to take some time to just sort of reflect on like what this past year has looked like for us, um, how much this podcast has changed since its inception to now. Um, We did have a Google form up where we asked you guys for some feedback, and so We'll be answering some questions and reading some comments. We'll be reflecting on some of our favorite fics that we've covered, as well as some of your favorite fics and episodes that you wrote in about. Um, So yeah, just a look back. We will be discussing some fic, sort of as we mentioned, like we'll be getting into some discussions and some fics that we really loved doing on the pod, but um, mostly just just a chill episode. Just hanging out with our ficlets. Yeah, and with each other, I guess. Yeah, well... (laughs) I feel like that's usually presupposed. <laughs> It'd be pretty I awkward guess. if it's like the three of us separately talking about fan fiction. <laughs> no, we just magically edited together to sound like a conversation, mm. but we actually just recorded like monologue style on our own. Ooh. Oh my god. As if editing wasn't already a task. <laughs> just me sitting alone in my room like, yeah, actually going off of that, Brenna. Um... <laughs> me like frantically like, chopping pieces of like what Brenna had just said to like move it. Just a bunch of, like, random laugh bits to insert wherever, <laughs> oh, like, we yeah, said yeah, something yeah. funny. Oh, a sitcom laugh track, but for yeah. FitClick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, hey, how how has this podcast changed since uh, we first had the idea? Whoo, boy. Um, so I recently, semi-recently now, listened to our episode zero. Why would you what's, do what's that? A <laughs> well, I wanted to reminisce. I wanted to look back. Uh, and then look look forward with a clear mind, you know? Mm-hmm. A full understanding of where we've been. You cannot move forward if you haven't first looked back. Very poetic. Fickly Coast Nicole. <laughs> I'm copywriting that saying. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's so funny hearing, like, what we decided the podcast was going to be before we started. And, like, laid out everything that we were going to be doing. Like, I think we had, I would say, a pretty good idea of what the show was going to look like. I mean, we haven't strayed too much from 
each of us brings a work of fan fiction every single week and we discuss it as a group like that is the same and that's what we said we were gonna do so that's exciting um (laughs) yeah it is funny though because I feel like I don't blame us at all but parts of me feel like we were a little bit defensive of like we're gonna be super nice like don't worry everyone also like we're gonna be talking about RPF so just so you know like here are our boundaries this is what we're doing (laughs) like if you don't like it like that's fine (laughs) it's just funny I think we were all bracing for something to go wrong almost talking about canceling ourselves like i know right uh, i mean so i far. still feel that way sometimes like yeah. when i put up the fix for the week or whatever and i'm tagging all the others i'm like don't <laughs> yell at me <laughs> i promise we're very nice we're we're, we're like you <laughs> you know by fandom for fandom we we've all been sitting around being fic nerds for half mm-hmm. our lives or more <laughs> And I think that's beautiful, actually. Yeah. Yeah, things have also changed, like, materially for us. Um, We used to record this sitting on Nicole's couch um, in an apartment she no longer lives in. I don't Um, even have that couch anymore. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah, couch is gone. (laughs) Uh, Recording around one mic, that's no longer how we do things. Partially prompted by COVID, but um, I think we also knew that eventually (laughs) that setup probably wasn't going to last. Um, so I think that has been good for the most part. Um, I think it's been good, at least for my audio quality. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely some changes in that regard. Um, changes in our listenership. That's exciting. Yeah. A lot more people listen to us now. Thank you. Yeah, we just crossed 500,000 downloads, uh-huh. which is really- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's, that's, that's the five year. <laughs> maybe I think so I think so no it is funny though like I don't know I mean I can't speak for the two of you but I wasn't convinced anyone would listen to this podcast oh not at all I guess like Brenna's mom (laughs) yeah but I didn't think she would actually stick with it (laughs) I thought she'd like listen to an episode or two to like you know be a supportive parent Mm -hmm. and then be like okay well I know what it is but that's a little weird (laughs) But she, like, takes notes and stuff, right? Yeah, she she listens to each episode, like, multiple times. (laughs) That is incredible. Mom of the pod, thank you so much. Yeah, and also thank you to all of you who are ostensibly listening to this. Hello. Um, I think the ways in which we've connected with our community, um, like you said, Brenda, some of it was sort of prompted by COVID and everything changing really quickly. I don't know that we would have started our Discord when we did if we hadn't felt like we really had an opportunity to help people connect in a time where it was really hard to do so. Like, I think that was something that really prompted us to move forward with that. Uh, And I'm so glad that we did. Honestly, it's one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite fandom spaces I've ever been in. Like, people have come together from all different fandoms to just, like, I don't know, talk about fandom and fic and, like, share pictures of, like, what they're up to in their lives and, like, pets and stuff. It's made me really happy and I think that is one of the ways in which this has become so much bigger than I ever anticipated that it would be I thought we were gonna be like here's our episode maybe someday someone will click (laughs) but instead like there's a whole community I don't know I think it's really cool one thing kind of going off of that that I was thinking about is I think we've done the best when we just follow what we really enjoy doing I mean that was the whole premise of this podcast but like with starting the discord and things as well or like running our fic exchange or any of the other things that we've done um 
I think it's really just us being like, hey, wouldn't this be really fun because like we want it? And then it's been rewarding and gratifying to see that other people find it fun and rewarding too. Um, Cause I feel like that's kind of how I feel about our discord. Like we had all wanted to do it so badly. We just like weren't sure if anyone else would want to. <laughs> And then it's been so lovely to see people actually like join and enjoy it. And I think that that's how I want to think about things going forward as well to like really lean into just what we as hosts find fun and interesting and exciting because I think that does like I think this year has proven that that does reflect back amongst like our audience and fitlets. Well, now I'm just thinking about like like oh hey, like we think this thing is fun. I'm thinking about our beta episode. Um, we sent that to six of our friends. Mm-hmm. Unreleased. God bless them. <laughs> Hopefully never will be. <laughs> like, okay, first of all, our beta listeners, I love you so dearly. We would die for all of you. We would die for you. I am profoundly grateful that you found some sort of promise I'm in what astonished. we were doing. But how? We got a green light. Yeah. And that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like... Okay, so Nick, you were saying at the beginning, like, our, our general premise of, like, three fix mm-hmm. per episode, you know, like, that has stayed the same. Mm-hmm. I th- I think that is how we did our beta episode, but, mm-hmm. like, that was not totally set in stone. Like, we were still trying to figure out a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, some of it is just, obviously, the more you do a thing, the better you get at it. And so, I think all three of us have gotten better at podcasting in general. We've learned, like what makes it better for editing and sort yeah. of, like, what sounds better and things like that. But what also makes for a good discussion. Yeah, yeah, totally. But also I think, like, some of it has been figuring out what works for us specifically for this pod. Like, yeah, I don't know, our beta episode, we had so many things. We were like, maybe this? What do you guys think about this? And our lovely Mm. beta listeners were like, okay, consider, like, fixing this or, like, you could add this. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. I also, now that I'm just thinking about, like, the very beginning of our podcast, Mm -hmm. it is wild to me how much I simply detested listening to my own voice back when we first were trying to edit like I feel like that's kind of like a common like joke or whatever is like oh people like hate to hear their own voice like played back in videos or whatever if you're like not used to it um it is wild to me how much I hated it and then how quickly I got over it like the first episode was excruciating and then like an episode later I was like whatever yeah (laughs) I had a weird experience the other day. I'm visiting my parents right now, and I, like, went to go do an errand on my own, and I, like, walked back into my house, and my mom was listening to this. <laughs> and I was like, wait, that's me! Because, like, even though I'm a lot more used to hearing my voice, I usually am only hearing it if I've pressed play, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was very disconcerting to just, like, hear it out and about. I was like, what is she doing? You're she like being a pop me? star. Hearing yourself on the radio for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that makes me think of that, do you know that, like, tweet from Lord where she was in a cab and Royals came on and she was like, oh, this is my song. And the cab driver was like, oh, me too. I love this one. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly like what it was for Brenda. Ooh, this is my podcast. (laughs) And I was like, oh yeah, I also love it. (laughs) Oh my God, it's funny. Yeah, and like, I also think... God, you just talking about the beta episode. I feel so visceral. Not like viscerally in any specific way, just oh, visceral okay. thinking about it and like how many unnecessary sounds I made. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much like someone's talking and I'm just like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, ooh, like, oh yeah. Like, stop. 
that it's vine okay of that girl listen. who's like the overactive active listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally that. Like it's wow. not a vine, it's a TikTok. What am I saying? Oh, I don't don't ask me. I'm not familiar <laughs> I'm with either of those. Okay. Things. There's there's a video of a girl who's like she's only like half of a conversation, but she's like, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. Like emphatic yes, head like- nodding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hundred percent. That was me. I was like, why am I vocalizing non-stop and like part of it was just that we didn't know how to differentiate between the way we talk to each other in person or like just when we're vibing and the way we talk to each other when we're podcasting because they are a little bit different I think we've gotten better at marrying the two but for a while we just were sort of speaking well I think like all being in the same space like really had an Mm -hmm. impact on that part of it again was like we were new but like it's so much easier to sort of forget in a way that we were trying to record something to be listened to by other people when it's just the three of us vibing Mm -hmm. or like every once in a while we go off the rails for like 15 minutes in the middle of an episode recording and have to like come back and edit things i don't know why you're saying every once in a while as though like we didn't do that like three episodes ago (laughs) yeah i think we've gotten better at when we go off the rails knowing we're going off the rails Uh and then figuring out how to get back into discussion yes um versus like when we were all in the same space and like one of us would get up to get water and then continue talking from, like, behind the mic. Like, that's not... You can't use that. No. That's goo, Reed. Oh, oh, Brenna, do you want to tell me what goo is? <laughs> I know, but do you want to tell the ficklets what goo is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> goo is one of those many things that one of us, this time me, said a, a many, many episodes ago, um, and then it got cut, and then we reference it all the time, but we can never you leave those bits You said it before we started recording. Yeah. It was established oh. when the mic wasn't even on. Okay, that's, I'm sorry. That's the real tragedy. I we do don't have the origins that. of goo. We just know in our hearts. <laughs> we just remember. What were what were we talking about that initiated it? Was it when we were doing our, like, our spinoff podcasts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and I think I was talking about, like, mouth noises, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, good audio only, goo, and then it took us, like, too long, I think, to remember <laughs> that audio I I doesn't like, start I was with like, wait, no. Udio? And and I were like, wait, what? Yeah, so now, whenever one of us makes, it's a specific type of noise, but, like, when we make a noise... We'll be like, ooh, that's goo, and then we're like, we, got, we have to cut that because that yeah, means we nothing. Can't. That doesn't mean anything to the ficklets. <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to model what goo looks like? Yeah, Brenna, oh, sure. I feel like since you're the, uh, <laughs> what's the word <laughs> expert? I was gonna say like not inventor, but like creator. The, yeah, not know. quite. Hmm, the co-founder. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can I can go first. I mean, I feel like some of the iconic ones I don't have like the tools for because they're like. Me trying to get the last boba in my drink. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a really loud swallow. Um, mm-hmm. But it could also be like, ah! <laughs> that was pretty. That was goo. Thanks. That was goo. Nick, do you want to go for it? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, have, I, I still have an audio file on my computer that was just titled Baby's First Goo. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? So I opened it and it was me going, Brenna, can I try a goo? And you were like, sure. And I made, I'm going to try and make the same sound. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you were very supportive, so I appreciated it. That was pretty close. Yeah. Oh, oh, my co-hosts are both looking at me very intently. Yeah, let me, let me, let me see how, what I got. Okay, that was okay. It's a bit derivative of mine. Yeah. 
Unfortunate. Yeah, but there's... <laughs> maybe the point of this tangent is, like, wow, there is so much, like, fic-click lore that just mm-hmm. exists in our brains. Or, like, because you were saying we did that off mic. Part mm-hmm. of what we used to do as our sort of, like, routine, because we would record at Nick's apartment, mm-hmm. is, like, we would we would head to your apartment. The mm-hmm. three of us would get dinner. Mm-hmm. At dinner, we would do our, like, fic pre-discussion. We would get yeah. back. We were just, like, out here talking about Stony, like, <laughs> in public. God. And then we would come back, and we'd start recording at, like, eight, maybe, sometimes mm-hmm. later. Record until the wee hours of the night. And then the mic would stop, and then we would keep talking about fan fiction. Yep. And then Brenna and I would go back to our cars and be in a parking lot and feral scream about fan fiction. Yeah. Nick would be like... Please, you two have to leave my apartment. <laughs> we'd be I like, okay. Be getting ready for bed, and they would still be in here talking about fan fiction, and I'd be like washing my face and stuff, and I'm like, hey, bye. It was very pointed. <laughs> Love you guys. Yeah. I need to sleep. I have work in the morning. But like, there's there's so much stuff that just happened, like, because the three of us were in person, and then when we moved to, like, well, Nick and I currently live in the same apartment, but, like, mm-hmm. we've, we've recorded some episodes all from different locations. Like, when we moved mm-hmm. to being a little bit more mobile, we had to sort of figure out, like, okay, what does a pre-discussion look like? Like, well, now we do it the day before, which is way better because... Yeah, I prefer it, personally. We, we pre-discuss for, like, a while, mm-hmm. like, minimum an hour, usually longer. Yeah, and so marathons. Yeah, and so, like, recording immediately after that just sort of means that, like, oh, you know, I've seen, I've seen the clock hit 12.30 or later while recording Fit Click and, yeah. like... Brett and I are used to staying up late, but staying up late and my brain functioning are not not the same thing. The energy gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I physically used to do those days. Like, I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, I got up, I drove to work, I worked a, a full shift, I got in my car, I drove an hour to Nicole's, and then we spent all night doing Fit Click. What the hell? Yeah, I have no idea, dude. So I think, suffice to say, things have changed quite a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. In many ways for the better, though mm-hmm. I do miss sitting with Brenna and making fun of Reed's hand gestures. <laughs> hey! You'll be talking and we're just like mimicking you <laughs> in tiny next to you. Well, now I think what just happens is one of the two of us is speaking. The other one is probably making weird faces at Brenna via FaceTime. Mm, that's true. Sometimes Brenna and I just get very close to the camera, so it's just mm-hmm. our eyeballs. That's not. I that's frequently not answer Brenna's calls yeah. <laughs> with just just some random part of my face. It's, <laughs> it's your nose. What's good? What's up? One other major change I think that we haven't really talked about yet is that at the beginning of all of this, I was the only one of the three of us that had literally any experience auditing Edio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, Udio. <laughs> editing audio. I was the only one who had experience editing audio to my knowledge of the three of us. Um, so, and a lot of that was from, like, pod faking and, like, a little bit of voice acting stuff. Um, so, like, I knew the basics. So, I was the one who used to edit our episodes. Uh, my eye for detail suspect at best. (laughs) (laughs) I I admit that. Um, so, for a while, we were like, okay, like, that's the, it it is definitely of the responsibilities that we split, the most time-intensive part of the show, I would say. Um... So for a while, we were like, okay, in the spirit of fairness, what we should do is every episode, we should rotate who edits, and then we'll all take turns. Wow. <laughs> that <laughs> was one idea. of the worst ideas ever. I think that lasted, like, Brilliant. maybe 
like four episodes and we were like actually oh, yeah, no. no it was like it started with like i think reed and i mostly swapping back and forth because that was also when brenna was doing a lot of like designing a lot of our graphics and our social media and our merch hey buy our merch on redbubble <laughs> it's really cute brenna made it it's adorable um so like you were doing a lot of stuff um so reed and i were kind of swapping back and forth and then after a while i was like you're so much better at this than me <laughs> we used to like if i'm just thinking about the progression of it like we used to have, so we still do, like, one person, mostly me now, mm-hmm. will edit, and then someone else, mostly Nick, will beta. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we used to do it where, like, the whoever was editing would do it, put it up in our shared Google Drive. Somebody else would listen to it and take notes in a Google <laughs> Doc that Brenna. was, like, that was like at 1807, there's a weird breath. And it's, like, well, as soon as you make one edit, the rest of the All time is <laughs> irrelevant. Oh my god, it was so, it was just absolutely the worst yeah. way we could have done it. Y'all and are then, talking about indie podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were like, uh, I, I think I was like, hey Nick, like, if if you feel comfortable with it, when mm. I'm beta-ing, I could just do the edits myself, because that makes more sense, and then it just became like, oh, thank like, god. <laughs> and then it just became like, I will we edit, swapped. I'll chuck it to Nick, especially because Nick and I have lived together for the past couple months. Yeah. Um, Nick will, like, level the audio first, because mm-hmm. I still don't feel great about doing that. Um, but it's it's so much more convenient. Like, I'll just give Nick my laptop for a couple <laughs> hours and be like, hello, beta this, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so if there are changes I make, I usually will just make them. But generally, there aren't many. <laughs> yeah, every so often I'll, like, leave a note. I'm like, hey, like, keep this in. Or, like, mm-hmm. oh, if we're running, like, over time, like, you can cut this bit or whatever. I think I only ever edited one episode, and... You can probably tell which one. (laughs) It's not great. And then we all decided, I shouldn't do that anymore. (laughs) To be fair, I don't think our early episode, I don't think, like, your editing is the make or break of, like, our early episode. What do you mean? They're otherwise perfect. (laughs) Did us any favors in it. (laughs) God, it's, like, the the episode that I edited that I, like, was just having a, a a rough week and was, like, fuck it, I'm done with this. Um, and then someone was like, hey, I think you guys t- didn't edit this one. <laughs> I was like, no, I did, I did. <laughs> if we didn't edit, like, oh, you would know. It, it would, would be, like, be also hours. three hours of raw yeah. audio, so. Uh, which, like, I think, we might get more into this later, but, like, sometimes people will say, like, oh, like, mm-hmm. just release, like, the content, like, we want it, like, n- no, you don't, like, first of all, as mentioned, sometimes we just say things, either, like, fic like jokes that we've made off mic, or just, like, j- jokes made from the lore of the mm-hmm. three of us being friends for so long, like, sometimes we just say things that are incomprehensible. Also, like, I mean, I think we, we used to have really long discussions, like, there's a couple of fics in particular I can think of where our discussion alone was like 50 minutes or like an hour but we don't really do that as much nowadays so it's honestly not like we're really cutting a lot of like prime content it's just like the nonsense in between and yeah. the the good nonsense gets uploaded in a mistake monday anyway you know how like some shows will do a thing where they're like have a patreon and like certain levels get access to like uncut audio or we would have to pay ficlets on <laughs> patreon <laughs> If they wanted to listen to it, like... Because there's often also, like, 20 or so minutes between us pressing record on our laptops mm-hmm. and us actually doing the, like, and this is mm-hmm. click intro and we're almost bit. always continuing a conversation that we started off mic yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, like, if you do want to hear, like, the bit where Nicole and I talk about our weird nightmares, like, I guess you uh-huh. can. <laughs> like, but, I like, guess. it's not that, good. That's more interesting than what most of it is, I feel like. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, like, 
we went grocery shopping earlier, like, we had to get eggs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, planning, too. Yeah. yeah. We've given a lot of, like, our thoughts. Do we want to maybe go into some of our listener questions and, and their thoughts as well? Why not? Let's do it. So our first question comes from Figlet Stifled Laughter, and she asked, Are there any fandoms you want to talk about but haven't gotten a chance to yet? Yes. <laughs> Lots. No, I've, I've all the fandoms I've ever been in or read for, we've discussed. Wow. Was that sarcasm? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I actually knew. I was just asking. <laughs> I didn't do it. That's good, good podcasting. Job. That's good Sorry. podcasting, yeah. It's hosting. Uh, <laughs> I have a bunch. Some of them are, like, fandoms that I've properly been in, and some are ones I think just would be fun to bring. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I don't, I don't think that I have, like, a specific fandom coming to mind that I have, like, a burning desire, like, I haven't gotten to this one yet. Like, Pacific Rim was kind of that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, really wanted to bring a fic for it for so long. Um, but I do, like, first of all, like, I constantly want to be finding new fandoms for the pod. Um, but also, like, um, Brenna and I and one of our friends have been doing semi-weekly movie nights throughout quarantine, and every time I watch a new, like, franchise film, then I want fic for that fandom. Um, like, we watched Star Trek, and I was like, Brenna, I don't know enough about this fandom, but, like, you need to bring a fic, and then you did! Yay! Um, so, like, yes, I mean, there are always more fandoms that I want to talk about. Um, I have a few planned uh reads video game corner fix just sort of waiting for video games i haven't brought yet but like there's nothing specific that is like i need to bring this fandom yeah i do think i hit a bunch of my like biggest ones already i think star trek really was one of those ones that i had like wanted to do from the beginning and was just like waiting mostly on myself to like find the right fic <laughs> and the right like spot to fit it in um there are definitely fandoms i've been in that we haven't discussed fic for yet um we'll TBD on whether I'll bring fic for some of those. <laughs> um, and there's definitely fandoms where I'd like love to find fic, fandoms I haven't explored yet, um, or some that I really would love to revisit that we talked about maybe only once on the pod um, so far. I want to bring a Twilight fic. I'm hyped and for you that. Can do Please that. do. I'm announcing it. I don't know where to find them. Ficlets, if you have a good Twilight fic that's under 50,000 words that we can bring for the show, hit me up immediately. It's very important that you hit me up instantly. You can do so on our social media, <laughs> fitclick at Twitter, fitclick.tumblr.com. You can email us, fitclickpod at gmail.com. I'm around in the Discord. Just let us know. No, I, I really want to bring a Twilight <laughs> fic though. What if we did a whole Twilight-themed episode? <gasps> My god, we could. Fitclick after dark indeed. <laughs> oh no. Get it? Because it's Twilight, I guess, before dark? <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> That's not the right word. <laughs> Fit click at the beginning of dark. Ooh, bad. I Thank don't think you. It's like horrible. That. Also, for the for the ficlets who aren't in our Discord server, mm. we have a channel called Fit Click After Dark for mm. the more accursed things that our ficlets would like to share. Yeah, if something is like particularly either unsafe for work or just like unsafe for the human eye, <laughs> but people want to share it. There were for a while there were a lot of like Omegaverse memes happening that I was like uh-huh. I clicked on all of them and I was like, oh god, I keep <laughs> clicking on them. I made some mistakes. Sometimes yeah. I come back to the Discord after not having like checked it for a little while mm-hmm. and I'll see like 173 unread messages and fit click after dark. Something like, happened here. Yeah. 
I hope you guys had fun. I'm not back reading. The stack of Discord notifications, you know how it like shows them all lined mm-hmm. up and I'm it's only fit click after dark and I'm like, okay, I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> but we love what you're doing in there. Have fun. You kids Keep have up fun. the good work. God. I think that's it for me though. I don't know that I can think of other I, I wanna bring a Shadowhunters fic. I feel like we should bring a good omens fic at some point. Not that oh, I'm I have with one. The source material. <gasps> Ooh! Ooh, pew 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 pew, spoiler yeah. horns. I was like, oh, I bet I could find something for Good Omens, because I've consumed all the source material, but I've never been in the fandom. So I started clicking through, because I'm me, and I had a whole bunch of my marked for later anyway. Yeah, of course. And then the first one I read was, like, incredible, so. (gasps) Oh, I'm so excited. Wow, feeling blessed. I love it. Fitclick has made my dreams come true so many times. (laughs) So our next question comes from Anonymous, um, and she asked, how do you search for new fic? I'm constantly looking for new things to read, so I'd love some suggestions to, ahem, optimize my search functions. For example, when I'm really looking for new material, I'll go through my bookmarks and hunt through the works and bookmarks of authors of fics I haven't read in, like, six months. Yeah? Uh, you crushed it a little bit? Like, I definitely go through, I go through, like, authors who I really like, I'll definitely go through their bookmarks. Um, honestly, like, one thing that I have really, like, picked up from doing this podcast is, um, getting both more and less specific with what I'm looking for, like, depending on the fandom and how big it is or, like, the general vibe of the fic that I'm looking for, I use the exclude feature way more than I ever used to, um, just in part because, like, for this podcast and also now just general reading, like, I want to look for things that don't show up when I search by or I sort by, like, kudos or bookmarks, um, and so part of that is just, like, excluding, like, major ships or whatever or, like, maybe, like, a specific, like, um, AU or trope or whatever, things like that, um, sort of, like, filtering out things that I might not be looking for, especially if they're really popular in a tag, has led me to find some, like, really good fic. Um, I don't know if this will help you, Anon, but, like, I am way more open to, like, what I want to read. Like, I don't think I ever read video game fic before this pod, and now I deeply adore Reads Video Game Corner. Um, and so just sort of, like, being willing to dig through, like, smaller fandoms or just things that I wouldn't have expected fic to exist for, uh, has definitely brought some gems into my life. I mean... Honestly, that's why my March for Later on AO3 is so horrendously long. (laughs) I have 23 full pages of it at this point. And, I mean, mine was already long before we started doing the podcast, but I think once we really started, like, thinking about doing it in earnest, um, and now that we record it, um, I pretty much just save anything I come across that looks interesting. Like, I feel like I scroll past a lot of, like, fic recs and people's tweets about their own fics and stuff like that on Twitter a lot, and if something looks interesting, I'll just add it to my marked for later. Like, especially for bigger fandoms, I found, like, just entering the tag to sometimes be, like, intimidating or draining, and so it's nice to have a backup of just, like, a bunch of stuff I've already saved that I think looks kind of up my alley or that I know is, like, wrecked by someone I know or whose taste I trust. Um, But also, yeah, like, smaller fandoms definitely just digging. Um, And the bookmarks of authors is definitely a big one. Recently, I was in the bookmarks of an author whose work I already liked, and I noticed that they had bookmarked, like, three fics that are, like, my top favorite fics, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Like, I know other stuff that they have in here is gonna match my taste, and that was really exciting. Yeah, I think aside from the very good tips that my co-hosts already gave, 
Um, I have I have a couple more quick ones. Uh, first, I frequently surf past Yuletide collections. Um, massive variety of fandoms. A lot of it is really, really great. I've brought multiple picks from past Yuletides, like 2011, 2012, um, like er- early days of sort of AO3 hosted exchanges. Um, so that's a big one for me. And then another one I would add is often I find that Podfic also does a dual service as like fic recommendations because podficers will often podfic fix they really enjoy. Um, so they'll record it because they really like it and they connected to something in it. So if there's a podficker that I know has recorded a fic that I really like in a similar way to surfing an author's bookmarks, I'll dive into what else they've podficked. Um, so that is really fun. And then also I get to listen to it, which is always exciting. Um, aside from that, I think the only other thing I would say is, yeah, don't be afraid to take chances on stuff that you might not be expecting. I love reading genfic because I feel like a lot of it is like very diamond in the rough. Like people don't tend to flock to it. Um, but when it's done really well, like a good character study, hell yeah. Um, and I, I frequently search by parameters that are not popularity parameters necessarily. Um, so I, I very rarely bother sorting by kudos um, because I think I really enjoy the sort of quieter or more melancholy or more bittersweet fics that aren't like, ooh, the perfect example of this really fun rom-com trope, but like, I really love them, um, that tend to be less popular. So I also will do a fair amount of like, or maybe like I'll sort by kudos and go like to the like bottom third <laughs> and then start looking just cause I know it'll bring me something unexpected that I haven't seen yet. So our next question comes from a friend of the pod, Cassie, and she asked, do you feel like you've had any insights, TM, about patterns in fic, either personal to you, like what you like to read, or generally about fandom, what becomes popular while doing the podcast? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. I mean, on the one hand, no. (laughs) I think because I'm looking so broadly across a lot of fandoms and throughout different sort of ages of fandom. Like, I'm not just looking at what's now being posted this month of 2020 or, like, keeping track of how this month or, like, or keeping track of how this year has gone in terms of fic trends. I think I don't really see that kind of stuff when I'm browsing. Um, I think what it has sort of narrowed down for me is, is just being better at Uh, verbalizing what I like in fic and how to find things that I think I am going to like. Um, I've definitely become like better equipped to kind of get a gut vibe as to whether or not I'm going to like something (laughs) because I've just tried so many more fics this year than I'd tried in the past. Um, And I think it's kind of helped me figure out, okay, yeah, like this is a trope I really love or like I really like this one, but only if it's done in certain ways and being able to kind of verbalize those things better than I had before. Um, so I think that's kind of what it showed to me uh, more so than like overarching trends. I, I think those are super interesting and I love whenever I come across someone who's doing any kind of work in terms of like metrics and things like that for fic and fandom, but um, I haven't really been able to like make those observations myself. Yeah, it's a big question. Ooh, like, <laughs> it's funny, because I don't think, I don't think of us or, like, myself as these, like, arbiters of what is good and <laughs> no. what it means to be fan fiction. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just started writing fic when I was, like, 13, and I never stopped being obsessed with it, so that's fine. Um, and I think, like, like Brenna said, uh, the pod has solidified a lot of things that I already suspected and has given me the words to be able to explain them and the opportunity to really discuss these things in depth um, with my friends. 
So that's neat. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything super new. I think there's a lot of things that people already know and recognize. We talked a little bit about popularity in our fandom classics episode, the first one. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. I, what I like to read, like, it changes almost every day. I read so eclectically. I feel like if someone else can find a pattern there, more power to them because I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts are very similar to both of you. Um, I think if this were a podcast about a specific fandom or like two or three specific fandoms, I think maybe then we would see like patterns in fandom or, or things like that, like have more specific thoughts about trends or how current fics relate to past ones and whatnot. And we, we do have that already a little bit, like with fandoms that we've been in for a while or that we like used to be in, I think we do bring our personal past experiences and sort of how it relates to the time that the fic was written and whatnot. Um, but because we do read like all over the place, like I don't think I have had any particular insights necessarily about like fandom as a whole. Um, I will say like, I don't know that this is an insight TM um, so much as just an interesting thought for me, but this podcast has definitely broadened the type of fic I like to read. Um, Gen fic specifically is what I'm thinking about. Like, I don't think I almost ever read genfic. Um, like, occasionally, like, maybe if it was wrecked or by an author I really liked, but it wasn't something I was actively seeking. And now, like, as, like, a lot of winter exchanges and fests and stuff are coming up and I'm sort of filling out, like, my dear whatever letter, my author, my podficker letter, whatever it might be, um, I, like, ask for Jen a lot. I'm like, hey, like, a ship would be cool, but also if you just sort of want to explore the dynamics between these characters, like, I would love that. Um, and so that's been fun, is just sort of realizing that this podcast I think has broadened my horizons a little bit and introduced me to some of my favorite fics that I definitely would not have found otherwise. I do think in some ways it has made me notice like some stark differences I personally feel when I'm looking for fic in different fandoms. Um, okay, I was just thinking about sort of not necessarily all the fandoms I look for for the pod because I'm I kind of dip my toes into a lot more when I'm like searching for something to bring than when I'm just reading for my own pleasure but I was thinking about like the differences in how I interact with various like fandom tags on AO3 like there's certain fandoms like honestly a lot of k-pop fandoms that like I can't go in the tags they are too big (laughs) I don't know how to find anything they are lawless yeah they are lawless and I just have to leave when I open them so I think largely in those fandoms I rely really heavily on uh like the wrecks of my friends things that get retweeted across my timeline my friends bookmarks all that kind of stuff where friends fix that they write yeah definitely um but like other I'm just fan- saying on behalf of your other friends. Oh, I yeah, guess, yeah. Probably. <clears throat> yeah, all my other friends. I don't read your fic. <laughs> <laughs> Ficklet's brain just sort of tossed her hair behind her yeah, shoulder. Yeah, it, it was a good vibe. <laughs> um, no, but then like a couple other fandoms I've like done a lot of just browsing for in the past year, like the Untamed or the Avatar The Last Airbender tag. Those are tags I just kind of like go into a lot more. And I was thinking about like the differences between those, like what I'm seeing as, like, highly rated uh, fix in those tags, like, it definitely, there's definitely big differences between all of them. Like, Avatar has had so many more, uh, like, work-in-progress fix, highly ranked, if I sort by kudos or by bookmarks, than, like, almost any other fandom I've been in recently. Like, there's just so many long-chaptered works that are being updated, and that's, like, not a fandom experience I've had in a while. Like, to see those consistently 
coming up as like people's like top fix in that fandom um being ones that like we're still following along with so i don't know that was like some interesting like kind of mental notes that like occur to me but i think that's also more just about like which tags am i spending time in <laughs> for myself like sorting through and trying to find something to read our next question comes from Soph, and she asks, are there any fics you want to shout out that are too long for the pod? Uh, so, ficlets, if any of you are new around here, or I don't know that we, like, specify this very frequently on the show itself, um, but we do generally cap our picks at 50,000 words-ish. Uh, give, or, give or take a, a handful of thousands of words, but... Otherwise, like, we are literally just three podcasters trying to read and, like, have notes on and thoughts about three fakes every two weeks so and like we're trying not to spend seven hours discussing them because mm -hmm. we could um specifically to answer your question so please imagine me as a cartoon character with like mm -hmm. a little scroll in my hand yeah you said are there fics i want to shout out and i go <clears throat> and then i just sort of dramatically unfurl it's it like and the, the scroll, like from charlie brown like <laughs> <laughs> it just it just keeps going like fast forward and going and going and going yeah um all of us i feel confident saying yes. are fans of um longer fix like we have a lot a lot of fix that we love that are well above 50k um but sort of as we said for just like practicality purposes we simply cannot mm -hmm. do them um or at least not <laughs> often we do have sort of some ideas about like different ways that we can bring some longer fix to the pod mm -hmm. um our fandom classic that we had just done united states v barnes was not very long but we are not limiting our fandom classics by any word count, and we have some that are, like, up for contention for the future that are incredibly long. Yes. Um, and beyond that, we just, like, we have thoughts for, in general, just different, like, themed episodes and, and fun and new things that we can do. And there are some thoughts in there about about the feasibility of bringing some longer things. Oh. But for the most part, I think we'll be sticking to 50k and under for our own sanity. Also, though, if you're looking for specific shout-outs, I think all of us brought at least one, and if not many more, um, fix over 50k to our top fix of the decade lists. Um, so there are some specific ones there if you want uh, hand-picked recommendations <laughs> from your three hosts. Um, you can check those out. Uh, we posted the full list on Tumblr. If you dig hard enough on Twitter, you can probably find it, but I would recommend looking on Tumblr. <laughs> This next question also comes from Stifled Laughter, and she asked, Is there a truly cursed outtake that you all will never share? I don't think so. <laughs> this is really sweet. You said one. Like, yeah. the idea, a, a cursed outtake. The idea that there's only one. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean... I think we talked a bit earlier about just kind of like how we go off the rails sometimes while recording, um, just the amount of time that we spend kind of before and after as well that might get caught on tape. <laughs> there are so many things that we could share. There are some that I think are genuinely funny and like might be funny to another human being. There are others where I'm like, this is incomprehensible. It's kind of like that meme where it's like, oh, this is the first thing aliens listen to when they get to Earth. And like, that's their foundation for like the culture of like our planet. It's so. like, they would be screwed. They... <laughs> what we talk about has no relevance to anything else. Like, regardless of like the podcast or just like reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we put together 
uh, Mistake Mondays when we can, um, a little bit more frequently recently and hopefully in the future that are compilations that we post on Twitter generally and we'll cross post to Discord um, and Tumblr of bloopers uh, that kind of get stitched together for enough to fill a Twitter two minute and 20 second video. Um, there are, I think each of the three of us has a very specific type of outtake that is most frequently uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we do try to balance too, because like literally there could be multiple Mistake Mondays of just me singing, doing slam poetry, rapping. Like what happens when I, when my brain just like sort of goes? I don't know. Maybe this is where I'll, I'll put in a little clip for our listeners of mm. last episode, you sung Love Talk by Wavy <laughs> like no less than like seven times. And I made a little compilation of it. Maybe I'll just like insert some of that here. <laughs> no, I'll, get it. I'll, I'll say, say something. I can hear you calling. <laughs> no! My... Alright, Brenna. <laughs> it's not my fault. I can hear it calling. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god. Well, also, like, we have now two separate outtakes that are, like, over 15 minutes. Yes. There is one in recent memory oh, pure that chaos. unfortunately was the episode, um, I think it's my birthday episode, it was the one where <laughs> I was having some mic issues, so the quality is not as good as it could be, but I'm gonna backtrack really quick. The fic, oh, oh, it was the episode where I brought the Pacific Rim fic. Mm-hmm. That episode is not the only time that we have an extensively long outtake about us being in a Jaeger together. <laughs> I don't know why this is a recurring theme, but there is, like, from that episode with the Pacific Rim fic. There's, like, 15 minutes mm-hmm. of us debating the three of us in a three-armed Jaeger and, like, how well that would function. And there's a clip, like, maybe I'll put in the Discord or on Twitter or whatever, of um, Nick when you were, like, leveling audio or yeah. something. Just a, a screen cap of, like, what it looks like when we're being good podcast hosts professionally mm-hmm. and then, like, what that looks like. And the audio is, like, a little terrifying. It's, like, us patiently waiting for each other to talk and then you have, like, distinct waveforms and everything looks nice. And then there's absolute chaos and it's it's us wilding out <laughs> over discussing our three-armed Jaeger. <laughs> well, like, like, unfortunately, I don't think we'd be that good. Yeah. Oh, we can't. We could go off for another yeah, 20 minutes about this. Yeah, we litigate whether or not we can get, in, <laughs> like, into drift because, like, one of us is mm. thinking too hard about K-pop. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, there are outtakes that, like, maybe will not see the light of day because they are too incomprehensible, too long, mm. or... Too cursed. There are some that I think are too cursed. Or, like, we're doxing ourselves or someone yeah. else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not paying attention to the microphone. Also, um, just to quickly touch on another question we got, which is from Mom of the Pod, yes. who said, will there be a blooper reel? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple up. There are a bunch. I'm sorry, Mom. I know you don't look at Twitter. I'll send them to you. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've elaborated a little bit on what our ficlets want to know about us and the show, I want to know, what fix are we reflecting on this episode? <laughs> So in this next bit, we all went back and chose some of our favorite picks that we've discussed. We chose one of our own picks and then one pick from each of our co-hosts. Um, we were like, oh, okay, so like, let's leave it a surprise. How can we do this? So you're like, okay, we're just going to use three emojis to describe it to each other to make sure that we don't overlap. But then we got like really carried away. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and we also someone up- used the most 
obscure emojis they I possibly could I was doing have. my best. Also, like, we all ended up talking about them anyway, so yeah. we just sort of, like, made extra work for ourselves. Well, I mean, that's We don't know how to not be extra. Now we're going to show off our emojis so that we feel like we did it for a reason. <laughs> so, yeah, like Bren said, we, we picked, like, we each picked fix that we had a lot of fun discussing or that are special in our hearts for some reason. I just want to clarify, like, this is in no way, like, the only fix we've enjoyed talking about or even, like, our top favorites or anything. Um, each of us, like, easily could have had a list, like, 15 fix long. Um, this was just sort of, like, for one reason or another, this fix stands out. We did get kind of carried away picking all of our, like, backup picks that were just, like, yeah. an endlessly long list of other fix we wanted to talk about. <laughs> hey, it turns out we enjoy talking about fan fiction. Wow. Um, but yeah, these are, these are just some of our favorites that we've, uh, brought to the pod. So I'll get into it with my picks. Um, I will read you the emojis that I picked and then I'll, I'll give you a second, but like, if you want to guess, like maybe pause, cause mm-hmm. like, it's really not going to be that long, but I'll read the emojis if you want to try to guess what mm-hmm. fic this is. If you're like driving or something though, don't worry about pausing. <laughs> just try and guess really quick. And if not, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for my own pick, the emojis are... Skull, bird, video game controller. If you guessed Death of a Sparrow by Eye on the Sparrow, you would be correct. Um, Five points. Oh, oh, we're giving them points. I'm creating a point system. Okay, well, is it just five if you're right and zero if you're wrong? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I don't don't have time for the the rest. (laughs) Fair enough. So this one was talked about in episode 17, Calm Down Jim. Um, It is a fic... From Griffin McElroy's Nuzlocke Run, written from the POV of his Pidgeot, Miss Beekman. Those words literally never get old. Uh, wow, what a wild sentence, and I can't believe it produced such an incredible fic. Um, I picked this one because, for me, I think it's really emblematic of, um, first of all, a fic that I don't think I would have clicked on pre-pod. Just one of those things I came across and I was like, oh, what is this? Um, but also because, like, it's one of the fics that sort of expanded my view of what fanfiction can look like. I opened it very much expecting it to be, like, kind of goofy. If you don't know what Griffin McElroy's Pokemon Y Nuzlocke Run is, like, Griffin McElroy, he worked for Polygon. He did a video series playing a Pokemon game. Um, there's sort of, like, a narrative around, like, what a Nuzlocke is. Your Pokemon quote-unquote die. And someone wrote a fic from the POV of one of his Pokemon, and it slaps. It goes so hard oh my god the prose in this fic is phenomenal it muses on death in like a really like visceral way um this fic just blew me away it blew my mind and also i had a lot of fun talking about it with you guys i was a little bit worried to bring it to the pod because it's short and like kind of whack and i say that with all of the love in my heart but uh it was really fun to have you both just like fully also be feral screaming about it um so that was that's my pick for myself Okay, so for my pick for Nick's fic, I want to defend myself, but I really don't have a lot to say. These are just some bad emoji picks. I really struggled with them. I'm so sorry. This is not a reflection on how much I enjoyed the fic. Okay, the emojis are, once again, a skull, a bird, but instead of the, like, pigeon bird from last time, it's an eagle, and then a gun, except... Apple doesn't have, like, a real gun emoji, so it's a water Stop pistol. justifying it. Well, I'm taking you through my thought process. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be skull bird gun. It, uh, hey, if you somehow extrapolated... There's no way. <laughs> if you extrapolated the wee small hours by Chandry, 
you'd be right. And I also don't know how you would have gotten that one. I just remember I was staring at the water gun for so long. I was like, <laughs> what does this mean? Okay, so like, to explain what the fic is for fakelets who might not know, first of all, we talked about it in episode nine, Death is Not an Ending. It is a Critical Role campaign one fic. The theme for that episode, it was our first, no, it was our second themed episode um, for Nick's birthday. And the way that we did birthday episodes last year was uh, whoever's birthday it was picked a trope that the rest of the co-hosts had to follow. And Nick's was major character death. Um, this was Nick's own pick. Uh, so it was Critical Role Campaign 1 um, where, where Vax, who had canonically died uh, at the end of the campaign, comes back for one evening and Percy goes to talk to him. So, like, the skull is, like, death, and also because, like, Vax is, like, an emissary of the Raven Queen, who so is, like, eagle. the god of death. The eagle <laughs> is supposed to be the raven because there is no, there's either the pigeon, which I had already used for Death of a Sparrow, <laughs> or eagle. And eagle was closer to raven, so mm-hmm. I went with that one. Sure. The water pistol was just supposed to be gun for Percy. It was bad. I'm so sorry. Anyway, though, this fic, I picked it in part because I unexpectedly loved this episode, when Nick said, like, major character death, I was like, oh no, oh god, like, I really don't read a lot of this. Um, Brenna and I were both fully on board to do it. Like, if we weren't, Nick would have picked a different trope. But I don't think I was expecting how much I would love the conversation we had. This fic in particular was such an interesting portrayal of major character death. Like, it it fully fit. Like, Vax canonically did die. Um, but, like, he's alive in the fic, so I just thought that was such an interesting way to portray the trope. And also, like... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I th- I think it's a hard episode to listen to, and I know that, like, some of our listeners were like, hello, what are you doing with this? Like, a whole episode of Major Character Death. But actually, like, I think we had, like, a really lovely and good conversation, um, and I hold that episode, like, very fondly in my heart. Uh, so that was my pick for Nick. And lastly, for Brenna, um, the emojis are heart, music note, book, this one is pew, 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 Love Song of the North American Douchebag by Jism. Five points. Great, thank you. I mean, they're my own picks, so I hope I would know them. We discussed this one in episode six, the literally mortifying ordeal of being known. I remember Brenna prefacing this fic as like, I like you said, I love this fic. It's kind of weird. Um, and it was kind of weird, but like in such a wonderful human way. It's Chris Pine, Zach Quinto. Um, it's just, like, some of the hardest-hitting moments in that fic are so quiet or mundane. There's a scene in a grocery store that hits so hard, um, and it's just like a conversation on the phone, and oh my god, it felt like a gut punch. I still can so vividly picture in my mind the scene where um, they're on the Santa Monica Pier at, like, five in the morning, and Chris brings them coffee like it's just these quiet moments of intense connection um and beautiful writing uh, Jism is someone who I like I brought a fic for the pod later like it's an author that I really like but this fic went so hard um and as someone who had zero knowledge of the people going in and like zero emotions I came out with like a whole lot of them uh, which I think is a big credit to the fic so that was my pick for Brenna but Wow, I could say so many for all of us. Like, I really love the fix we've brought. I was so pleased that you picked that one. Like, <laughs> I just love that fix. I can scream for like another <laughs> year. And you're totally right about, I think, what makes it so special. And like, it's moments of human connection just feel really grounded and realistic. And the dialogue is written in a way that like, 
blows me away because it sounds like real people. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to my own picks. I'll start with my pick for Reed. Um, I did just kind of steal Reed's emojis for this because she had already listed some for this pick. And they were good. So my first one, the emojis were Earth emoji, sad face emoji, two boys holding hands emoji, which signified Worldwide Lonesome by Loin Dexter. Five points. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we discussed this fic in episode 13. We are pirate sympathizers. Um, I had read this fic previous to this. This was not my first time reading it, but I just adore this fic so much. Um, it is a Yoongi Jin BTS fic. Um, it is like canon divergent, I guess. Um, and I think it really just hits the mark of what I love about like RPS fic in general. I think it does a great job of using the sort of personas and characterizations of the boys that we know, but really like building them into just these intensely human relatable characters. Um, and it crafts a story around Jin that like, it hurts. <laughs> it's like being seen a little too much. I'm like, stop, stop looking at me. Um, but then I'm also weeping. I don't know. <laughs> it's intense, but in like the best way possible. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just a great example of like why I love RPF and like why I'm never going to let it go. People keep trying to take it away. Oh. They're like, RPF is bad. And I'm like, no. Have you read Worldwide <laughs> Have you read Worldwide <laughs> Don't talk to me until you have. <laughs> I mentioned like, earlier in this episode that we don't frequently now have conversations that go a crazy amount of time just because we know mm -hmm. that stuff's gonna have to get edited. That discussion alone was an hour. Like, mm. part of the reason I had picked it as one of my potential choices for this is just because, oh boy, did we have a lot to say mm -hmm. about this fic. And it's not the first time we, just as three yeah. friends, have talked about this fic. I uh -huh. don't think it was even the second. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> Calling both of us out, Brett and I both, like, Loki teared up during our pre-discussion. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, I cried soft. while we were recording. You just couldn't yes. speak because we were on the phone, but not FaceTime. So, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love that fic. I think it's so human and realistic, and um, yeah, I just keep coming back to it. Okay, so next is my pick for Nick, and my emojis were twin dancing girls, money with wings, bag of money. If you guessed, Like a Steel by Nina Monday, you would be correct. <laughs> we talked about this in episode 11, Drury is responsible for Super Hulock. Side note, <laughs> one of our best titles. <laughs> <laughs> we have really good titles. This is just reminding me of some, some old classics. Absolutely. Yeah. This is a fic where the members of hit K-pop girl group Twice commit a heist. Um, it is absolutely delightful. Uh, I think it does a great job of feeling really cinematic and also handling a huge ensemble cast really adeptly. Um, I think it's unusual for me to read something where so many characters get kind of equal screen time and I really admired the work that this fic does to prioritize sort of each each member of the group because there's a lot of them <laughs> and there's some side characters. Um, 
I've been thinking about this fic a lot too just for how cinematic it feels. Um, I love movies like the Oceans movies, anything that kind of has that vibe, and this fic does such a great job of capturing that. Like the time I was reading it I had soundtrack music running through my head and that's one of my favorite kinds of feelings while reading a fic is just feeling really immersed and like I'm super present in the story and I think Nina Monday did a great job of that. Um, and this fic definitely like kind of stuck with me I think more than I thought it would. Like it was a delight to read but then I just keep thinking about it. I was like, that was so fun. I just want to feel like that all the time. <laughs> um, all right. And then lastly, I have my pick for myself. My emojis for this were bullet train, snowflake, talking person. If you guessed the interpreter by Antistar E, you would be correct. Five points. Excellent job. Um, all right, we talked about this in episode 10, content warning, Dirty Chris Evans. <laughs> also a good title from us. Um, this was the Snowpiercer fic that takes place after the events of the movie. Um, this was a fic where, like, I was maybe a quarter of the way through reading it, and I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to bring this for fic click. I had, I think, the most extensive notes I've ever taken because this fic blew my mind. I think it really pushed the limits for me of what I envision fanfic to be. I don't know if I ever would have read this if it wasn't for the pod and for me actively kind of prioritizing like fics that are outside of my usual reading criteria. Um, I love Snowpiercer as a movie. I never would have thought to look for fic for it. Uh, but this fic is incredible. The world building it does is spectacular. The sense of place, um, the characters it builds, it almost reads like original science fiction. Um, if it was a book, I would buy it and like make all of my friends read it. <laughs> it's so good. That's basically what I'm trying to do on this podcast, except I can't yeah. use American dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think this really has stuck with me just for the fact that it really pushed the boundaries for me of what I conceptualized fic to be. Um, it's a story that I thought was just kind of important in a lot of ways. I found myself, as I was reading it, relating it to so many other works of fiction, movies, um, art history. Like, I had just such extensive notes. I want to talk about this fic forever. Um, so I had to pick it for my choice. All right, y'all. It's time for my picks. hey hey <laughs> The most hotly anticipated list of three fics. Hey. The side of the Mississippi? I don't know That's where I was so going rude. with that. <laughs> well, is... you're on the other side of the Mississippi, Brenna. I'm not. Wow. Okay. I was trying to make her feel better. Yeah, but that just leaves me nowhere. Well, that's you're on in you. the Mississippi. <laughs> oh, congrats. How's, how's the water? It's good. Come come get in a canoe and come. You should my swim in the Mississippi, I don't think. Right? I said I'm in a canoe. Okay, that's fine then. Come get into my canoe of fix. I don't know where this is going. Anyway, <laughs> here's my list. <laughs> Um, I'll start with my pick for Brenna, uh, just for kicks. I feel like I'm on, I'm riding the Brenmentum. Um, that was really rough. Thank you. I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> well, hey, my emojis for this pick are person crossing their arms in front of their body in an X, uh, two arrows doing a little swip swap. So like they were going on the top and bottom and then they switched to be the bottom and the top. Whoop. Sideways chromosome. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and the little thought bubble. So, 
Make your make your guess. That one is The Denial Twist by Be The Change, so five points for you if you got that right. It is a BuzzFeed Unsolved fic that we did during episode eight, Weird Cryptid Nonsense, which was Brenna's birthday episode, and the theme was dream sharing. So this fic is just so fun. Um, I think I have similar feelings to it as Brenna does about Like a Steel in a lot of ways of like, it takes a trope, it does it so well, it does interesting and exciting character work within it. You're not like 100% sure what's going to happen, but it hits the beats that you really want it to. Um, And like for me that made it such a delight and it was one that I wanted to come back to because as I was looking back through like our entire backlog of fix that we had done which there are so many oh my god we've been doing this for a year this is one that I was like oh my god the denial twist like I love that fic um I had read it before we did it for the pod back when I was like you know just bopping around in the BFU fandom um and I remember really loving it then and it was really fun to read it with a different lens um I think that was something that stuck out to me a little bit like the first time I read it I was just like woo and the second time I read it I was like okay like what is it about this that works so well um and so I think that was a really fun sort of change to make on my end of like how my understanding the way in which this actually operates um also it has some really iconic scenes I think so frequently of the it's it's like a dream sharing fic where their dreams are like super wild and like weird and not like beautifully melancholy and symbolic or like hazy they're like whack like these are dreams that people have in the world um so i think a lot about the one with the tyrannosaurus rex and like shane almost dying like holy cow what a climax honestly like just such a great example of a trope done impeccably. Also, spoilers for the ending. Pew, 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 pew. But like, what is better than uh, the Mothman is playing matchmaker <laughs> twist at the end? Cool. So my pick for read, uh, here are the three emojis. Uh, the first one is a hat with a little bow on it. The second one is a laptop. And the third is a speech bubble. If you guessed, a hat fashioned from tinfoil by Disco Wing uh, from episode 15, I have nothing else to say, he's a perfect boy, then you'd be correct. Um, that is the Batfam multimedia fic um, where you get the lens of like, okay, what does the professional world think about Bruce Wayne and like all of his kids? Like, is this one Robin also like that that died also this new superhero that's on the loose maybe but i really loved that we got the perspective of fandom by someone who obviously is in fandom if they're writing this fic and posting it on the archive um i just thought like it was such a fantastic example of like something that really could only be done in fan fiction okay like professional authors have um some of them come from fandom so they're like able to do it okay but then you also get like you know the book where like People are texting back and forth and you're like, oh, this is chat speak from like before I was born. Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, probably not before I was born, but Jesus, it's not as relatable. And I think this was so fun to see like stan accounts and like conspiracy theories on Tumblr, like that were formatted so elegantly that were written with such joy. Honestly, there was so much joy in this fic that I really, really loved while at the same time it was able to put together a coherent narrative, which is super hard to do when you're only working with media. There was no like narration in this fic. It was just different sort of social media platforms and articles and stuff. 
Um, so I really loved that. I loved the tonal shifts that it was able to take. It did so much work in the number of words that it had. So that is a big reason, I think, why this fic stuck out to me. Um, and that was, it's not the only multimedia fic that we've brought, but to me, I think it's one of my favorites as like an example of the form because I think it's just fabulous. And the last fic that I brought um, is my own. Woo! Um, and here are the emojis, because I almost just said it. <laughs> no, that's not the game. Um, okay, the emojis are a car, uh, the sun setting over a cityscape, and a knife. If you guessed The Undiscovered Country by Indigo Stohelet, who so graciously DM'd and was like, this is how you pronounce my AO3 <laughs> after we butchered it on episode five. Here is her going, thanks Indigo Stohelet. We love you. <laughs> oh, y'all, this fic. This is the Hamlet fic set in 1950s Chicago, Hamlet slash Horatio, um, that I... Oh man, y'all, this fic, I think for me, like, this is such an example of like, this show, I feel like, and what I think we're able to do and why we wanted to do it in the first place, like to really show this incredible range of fic that people might not even know exists. Uh, this was a recommendation. I solicited a lot of recommendations before the show even started because so many of my favorite fics did not fit into our parameters, either like all in the same fandom or way too long. Um, and Lots, thank you Lots, was like, hey, what about this Hamlet fic? It's amazing. And I was like, that sounds kind of whack. Um, so I opened it and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, it's literary, it's prose is so careful and beautiful. It's incredibly romantic. It deals with like race and class in ways that I thought were very, very well handled um, and intricate and important to the storyline itself. It, oh man, I mean, we, we've talked about this fic a lot, honestly, in that episode, that's like a conversation that we like got really in depth into. And then we talked about it again for our top fix of the decade episode. But like, for me, it really was or at least it felt like a turning point when we were doing the show in the early days. This is episode five of like, whoa, like this is what this could be. Like this is what we could be doing and we can keep doing things like this that are unexpected and exciting and we can bring in our own sources and like have our feelings. Um, so I think to me it was just such a perfect marriage of all of these things that I had wanted from writing in general, things that I already loved and then hopes that I had for us. Um, they all came together with our discussion of this fic, so it means a lot to me, and I was excited to bring it for this. I'm gonna say this, and I want to reiterate that, like, I have enjoyed, genuinely, every discussion that we've had on this podcast, like, um, fics I didn't know anything about, or fics I knew a lot about going into, um, shorter, longer, whatever it is, like, there have been fics that, like, I have brought, or the two of you have brought that I was a little bit hesitant about, and then I loved our discussion. So, so I'm saying this, but... Like, there are just some fics that are different and really special, and, like, some fic discussions. Um, I kind of mentioned, I think, Worldwide Lonesome is one of those for me, but, like, this fic, this Hamlet fic, is absolutely one of the ones that stands out. Um, even though I th I think maybe our early episodes are, like, a little rough, we're still figuring out what we're doing, like, that is a discussion that I still think of very fondly. Um... And, like, not, not every fic we bring every week can be that. We would just die. We would burn out so quickly. 
Um, but I do think it is so special when we hit a fic where all of us are just deeply in our feelings about it. Like, easily could go for over an hour. Like you said, it's just like you hit, like, that that magic something. Um, and this, this fic was definitely the first time that we had it on the pod. But not the last. Stay tuned, ficlets. <laughs> <laughs> so, we clearly love all of the fics that we've brought. <laughs> um, but we also requested some comments from listeners about fics that they loved. So we're going to get into some of those now. Alright, so to start us off, we've got a comment here from Claire. She wrote, can I say all of them? Yes, we did. (laughs) Uh, She goes on to say, a hat fashioned from tinfoil will always stick out. Grot was new and exciting. I had already loved the blow when it lands, but your analysis hit different. Resonance, the list could go on. Thanks, Claire. Good choices. I love Resonance. I actually almost brought it for myself, but... It's a very good one. Yeah. This next comment comes from Stifled Laughter, who said, With my feet to the stars is a Star Trek one I knew before and was excited that you all covered. And I actually read the absolutely true story of the Yuling Patriarch due to the show and ended up instantly bookmarking it. I also loved the penis tree fic. Whitby, what a legend. <laughs> Brenna slam dunking it with Stifled Laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The last one we're going to read in its entirety comes from friend of the pod, Cassie, who said, Hmm, well, several of them I'd read before and already loved. Residence and Grot both come to mind. And I actually don't read a lot of the fics y'all discuss, fair enough. But the Dream Daddy fic that Reed brought was actually a delight to be introduced to. Thanks, Cass! Yeah, it's funny, because I think at the beginning we really weren't sure if people were going to read or not, like, with us, and we had to assume that people were not going to read every single fic that we brought, so there was, like, a weird balance of, like, if they've read it, are we repeating too much? But if they haven't, are they out at sea? So I'm glad that it seems to have worked in some combination for people. Yeah, we didn't really get into this in the beginning, but that is one of the things that we have had to figure out, or especially in the beginning that we were trying to figure out was, like, okay, going on the assumption that no one has read the fics going in and that no one will read them at least before the episode. Like, what is that balance of summary? Like, what is engaging? Um, so yeah, so it is like, like, I feel like I'm almost equally delighted by people reading fics because we bring them to the pod and yeah. also people enjoying our discussions even if they don't read the fics. They're both gratifying in their own way. And on top of like, how much do we explain the fic is like, how much fandom context do we give? Because obviously there's some things where we don't need to give a whole lot, like, most people are probably somewhat familiar with, like, Marvel or, like, Harry Potter. But I struggled so much when we talked about, like, the Untamed fic because that story is so long. And I was like, I cannot tell you everything. I have to tell you, like, the smallest version in order to get on <laughs> with, like, our podcast. But yeah, that's definitely been one of the things that's been interesting to navigate. Yeah, telling our fic- ficlets and also telling each other. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading your Untamed doc and I was like, whoo, boy. And there's so much I didn't even put in there. It's like, okay. Yeah. Also, thank you, Cass. I feel, like, validated, I guess, that people enjoy Reed's Video Game Corner because, wow, does that ever feel niche. It's so fun. I think that's what makes it great. I love it. That's my opinion. I have a great time there. I'm glad that our ficlets do, too. Um, Just for the sake of time and not making this just over a two-hour episode, um, we're not going to read everyone's comments, but we do want to shout out some other fics that people had mentioned as being some of their favorites. Uh... We got quite a few for Worldwide Lonesome, so glad that resonated with all of you. Um, A bunch of people also did say With My Feet Towards the Stars, um, including 
mom of the pod. Woo! Mm-hmm. So glad you liked the Star Trek one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fitting, I think. Yeah, we also had some shout-outs for Love Song of the North American Douchebags, Stately Homes of Wilshire, uh, 15 Men in September. Love that fic, by the way. I Oh, I almost brought it for Brenna, but I didn't. This is We could say that about know, like, I know. almost every fic would be like, oh, well, I could have brought this one. Looking back, I was like so delighted with all of my picks. I was like, this is just like my rec list for every person yeah, who yeah. reads a fic. Like, these are my favorites. Right, it's like going back on the glory tour. Like, ah, all this fan fiction that I've loved and discussed in depth about how much I've loved it. What a joy. So along with some listener faves for fix, we also got some submissions for listener faves for episodes. So we're going to read a few comments from that and also give some shout outs. So uh, this comment comes from Anonymous, who said, I really liked episode five because I have never seen the undiscovered country talked about in fandom spaces, despite it being, in my opinion, Basically the best thing ever written. Hell yeah, Anonymous. (laughs) It was so good to hear appreciation for it, and I think that your analysis of the structure of the fic was so inspired. I did not really pay attention to the way the epistolary section worked with the narrative framework, and I can't wait to go back and read that fic again and appreciate the impact of those love letters that much more. Oh, the love letters make me want to claw my face off. (laughs) In a good way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) AJ said... I always think about episode three because it was the first time I read a fic I wouldn't have normally just for the pod. I still think about Yellow Square! Yellow Square! Yellow Square! No, Bren, that's not in the spirit of it! (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Yellow Square! Thank Thank you. you. Um, Ficlets, if you are not familiar with the fic, Yellow Square is written in all caps. Hence why we said it the way that we did. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love this. I mean, kind of like I just said, I, I love when ficlets feel encouraged to read fic they wouldn't normally because of us. M wrote, the Yuletide one was super fun. Also, I'm very excited for future fandom classic eps. Thank you, M. Me too. Um, Soph also wrote that she was looking forward to more fandom classic episodes. She also said it was so cool to go in depth with a single fic. Episode 13, a BTS fic I already loved and a new to me Black Sails fic, which is amazing. Episode 5, a lovely bit of dreary and Hamlet chat. Along with what Em said, um, a number of people said that they really enjoyed our Yuletide episode, uh, which is fun. We've done a bunch of Yuletide fix just like across the pod, but the Yuletide specific episode has a very intense energy um, <laughs> that I really appreciate. Powerful. Yeah. We also got a shout out for episode 14, We Do Not Condone These Imperialist Actions, as well as episode 15, our accidental media fic themed episode. Um, We also got a shout out from my mom for episode 12, The Forbidden Knowledge. Um, I believe this is the one where we kind of went feral over 1D RPF, so so glad my mom enjoyed that. Yeah, I want to add, too, that um, we did get a shout out to the impeccably titled who spit in her cereal. Um, wow. That almost wasn't the title of that episode. Uh-huh. I don't even remember how we managed to land on it. I remember saying it and being like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those, like, in addition to our cursed outtakes, it was one of those, like, well, we've already said it. Is this too cursed to make it the title? And mm. then we just did. Whatever. Gotta commit to the bit. Um, but I do think it's fun. Uh, we can go a little bit behind the scenes here. Uh, usually while Reed is editing, and sometimes while I'm betaing, um, one or both of us will drop in potential episode titles into our Discord server, and then we all sort of vote. Um, 
so that's that's a fun time but there's a lot generated for each episode because we say a lot of nonsense um so we thought it might be fun to go ahead and share with you all some of our rejected titles for past episodes first one is feeling like a local we're bnfs big nerd fans it's not my fault other people are cowards the best part about fanfiction is you can do whatever the fuck you want. Let Sokka say fuck. Take your angst and shove it, Tony. My dad Sona. Daddy fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Kirk to Starfleet. Beam me up into talking about fic. Bring me back to life, Stucky. Was Avril Lavigne replaced by a clone? And the impeccable Mr. Shu is Slade Wilson. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't even say it without laughing. It's one of the ones that's like so funny to us and I think would be so bad as an actual title. <laughs> this is like a small, small sliver of potential yeah. titles. There's just so many in our Discord server. And like, mm-hmm. I only started dropping potential titles like, I don't know, maybe episode like 15 mm-hmm. or so. Um... So there are so many that we said, like, out loud to each other, just, like, lost in the ether, which is sad. Mm. But these ones are pretty good. I also like the ones that we have for- I I think we've landed on pretty good ones for our actual picks. So as we sort of, um, wrap up our episode, uh, we wanted to read some comments that people had sent in. Um, all of you were very nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love you, Ficklets. This one comes from M, who said, I just want to say thanks not only for discussing Fic in such an insightful, fun, and respectful way, but also for creating a Discord server with such lovely, positive energy. It's fun to talk with people from different fandoms and have us all come together over our love of Fic, and cute pet pics, and baking projects. And for the record, no, we did not pay M to make this comment. <laughs> I know that we all, like, talk about how much we love the Discord a lot, but, like, it's really so good. You all do, too, it seems like, which is nice. So, this comment from an anonymous ficlet reads, You're great, I love you. Would love to see some sort of, quote-unquote, alternate universe-themed episode, or eps with your favorite tropes, or eps centered around specific fandoms, maybe fandoms that you aren't super familiar with. Um, So, thank you, anonymous ficlet. Yeah, I would love to do more, like themed or challenge episodes um i think our regular format works well i like it a lot it relieves some pressure of like having to have very specific parameters around like what we're doing um but at the same time i think there is something really really fun about like our birthday episodes or some other like themed ones that we've done where we can really go in and like i don't know go go in with a mission go hunting um and like talking to each other about what we're doing is a lot of fun too and i think people seem to enjoy it so definitely something that we want to do more of in the future to that point um for this and on we do have uh episodes about our favorite tropes those are the birthday episodes that nick mentioned um so episode eight weird cryptid nonsense bren brought dream sharing episode nine death is not an ending yes thank you (laughs) Um, Nick brought major character death, and episode 19, soulmate-specific anxiety. I wonder if you can guess which trope I brought for my birthday episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, I bring that with me everywhere. I don't need to bring that onto the pod, too. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I picked soulmates for my trope. So we do have, like, our favorite tropes, and yeah, I don't know, like Nick said, we we have a lot of stuff planned as, like, Mm -hmm. potential things we could do in the future, um... 
So definitely keep an eye out for some fun themed episodes in the future. One other comment. I love the comment you made about uh, fandoms we aren't super familiar with. That's something we've definitely been talking about. It's just a matter of, one, determining the fandoms, and also, how do we find fic when we don't know anything about it? Um, (laughs) I've done it before. (laughs) I'll teach you, Brenna. Okay, please do. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for that. And for any ficlets out there who have ideas for like themes or challenges we could do that you'd be interested in seeing, please let us know. Like we said, we are always brainstorming new fun things that we could bring. Twitter and Tumblr at ficlick, ficlickpod at (laughs) gmail.com. I'm just saying we're super reachable. Call me. Yeah, call Brenna directly. (laughs) Brenna's number is beep, 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 beep. The last comment I'm going to read today is from, you guessed it, my mom. (laughs) I'm actually so delighted that she listens and likes the podcast so much and wanted to leave us comments. Um, But she wrote wrote in saying, you make listening to the discussion of things I have no intention of reading a delight. Thanks, mom. (laughs) And she said, resist editing out any of the laugh track. Um, I mean... I know you think I'm delightful, but <laughs> there's a lot of it that needs to be cut, so I'll send you those bloopers, though. Thank you all so much to everyone who filled out the forum, but also just to everyone who's listened to, like, any of our podcast over this last year, whether you've been here from episode one or you're just tuning in and you're like, what's happening? We appreciate you. We love you. It This is something that was, it was fun when it was just the three of us, but I think it's become something really special now that other people have tuned in. Um, So now that I've expressed my love for the figlets, I also want to express, (laughs) okay, okay, listen, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Like, you love something so much and you give so much of yourself to it. And then the second you turn your back, there's just a knife in it. I don't know if you all are familiar with that feeling. So at the end of the form, after, you know, each ficlet has lovingly gone through and left questions or comments or favorite episodes or favorite fics that we've discussed, um, there's a question that says, if you had to place a bet on one of the hosts to win in a gladiator-style ring fight between the three of us, who would you pick? For some bonus info, Nicole is five foot nine inches, that's true, Brenna is sneaky, and Reed is from New Jersey. And you had to vote between the three of us. Can I, can I read out the results? Also, first of all, I love you saying that's true after your own and not after Brett and I's as though ours are not true. They are. Well, mine is easier to prove. Mine is also very easy to prove. I don't know. is a little more intangible, but, like, it is true. But the results of this poll. Brenna, coming in with 30% of the votes. Ridiculous. Myself. Hey! I could so easily overpower you. I'm hold sorry. on, Continue hold reading. on. Myself. Coming in with 70% of the votes, which, for the math inclined to you, <laughs> does leave Nick with 0% of everybody, the votes. Everybody loves an underdog. <laughs> I don't even think you're in the running. I have truly never been delighted because I feel like this was added and Nick was, like, so confident. I really, okay, to be fair, I had a, a slight feeling this would happen. <laughs> I just was hopeful maybe that it wouldn't. <laughs> Well, like, I personally am a little bit worried because Mm -hmm. you did say in our personal Discord, Mm -hmm. when this was, like, when we were, like, halfway through Mm -hmm. the forum being open, like, the time that it was open for, Mm -hmm. you did say, if I get fridged out of this poll, I'm gonna have to fight (laughs) Reed to, like, prove to the ficlet. Physically, yeah. Yeah. I've already defeated Brenna. Unfortunately, we've never actually fought. I, I would like to defend myself because, like... 
I've never had the intention to harm you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have to harm each other to fight. Okay, but we said in a gladiator-style match, like, I would be going in there trying to harm you, I think. Yeah, I'm not caught up on my gladiator-style ring fight. No, I think Brenna's right. Oh, I will shoot. say, though, like, in so, a battle like, of, like... if you want to get in a real fight, we can, but I, I think one or both of us would have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, I will say, to Nick's defense, in a battle of, um, who can hold on to Brenna's keys longer <laughs> on their keychain, Nick has usually won those. Wait, that's not a gladiator-style No, match. it's not. No, no it's that's not. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, thank you. That's my only point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't want to throw down, but I will. Like, if I have to defend this title, I will throw hands. Have you ever heard the saying kicking Caesar while he's down. <laughs> <laughs> Is that another one of those, like, copyright Nick yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel fine about that. I <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure no one has said that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think it's going to be this episode, but, like, maybe when yeah. we eventually do, like, a live stream for mm. our Patreons, for the, like, Patreon account that we definitely have, mm-hmm. Nick, you can do your best to, like, okay. defend this 0% vote, but, like, I don't think it's gonna go well. It's not gonna take much to defend the 0%, <laughs> I don't think. Well, there's always next year. Fick, let's remember this. Remember <laughs> remember how sad I feel. Do you want that to happen again? They probably do. Yeah, I feel <laughs> victorious. Thank you. Um, I feel validated. Feel free to vote for me again next year. I'll, I'll work on my campaign branding closer mm-hmm, to the time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for listening through this past year of Fit Click. If you want to spend more time with us, you can find us on our social media. We're on Twitter and Tumblr at FitClick. You can also join our Discord server. We mentioned it a few times, um, but if you're interested, you can find the invite in our pinned tweet. Uh, You can also email us. If you have comments, questions, concerns, business inquiries, hit us up. Um, We're FitClickPod at gmail.com. We've also got some merch designed by me. Um, <laughs> I'm not usually the one who says this part, but yes, you can find <laughs> it on Redbubble. Uh, and it's also linked in our pinned tweet on Twitter. And it's really good and cute. Brenna doesn't say that about her own merch, but we say it. Yes. <laughs> Whether you've enjoyed one episode or all 25 of this podcast, um, we would so, so, so greatly appreciate it if you would leave us a review on Apple. It really helps us uh, reach out and find new listeners. Um, along those lines, word of mouth, also a great way to spread the good word of this podcast. Um, if you know anyone that you think would enjoy listening to this podcast, consider sending them your favorite episode, um, or some of the ones that were listed in this episode. Play it aloud in their vicinity. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think of this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're, like, going, like, on a long car drive with someone, Mm -hmm. be like, Mm -hmm. hold on, hand me the ox. Hold on, there's a whole year worth of Fit Click episodes that you can listen to. You're like, I know exactly what this road trip needs. Hey, everyone! (laughs) (laughs) My name's Nicole. (laughs) Exactly. So if you get the chance, it would really mean the world to us if you would leave us a review, um, share the pod with your friends, all that good stuff. We have been growing, and it's been so, so nice to see, but also we would love to keep growing and keep reaching new listeners, so... We really rely on you guys for that. 
Long-term listeners will remember that last year around the holidays, we did a rec exchange. So if you are like, wow, I love fan fiction, but either I don't really love to write it, um, I'm all booked up on exchanges for the next like three months as I am, good lord, help. Um, or you just love recommending fan fiction to people and especially creating tailored recs, then this is 100% the event for you. We are super, super excited to say that we're bringing it back for another year. We hope that it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Um, the way that it works is you'll sign up, you'll share your preferences, fandoms that you like, um, all that good stuff, and then you'll get matched up with another figlet. So you'll be able to give them a tailored recommendation list, and you can provide as much or as little context around those recommendations as you would like to. We encourage people to go wild. I love hearing other people's thoughts about fic, so I'm super excited. The sign-up form for our rec exchange will be going up on November 1st, um, so there's still some time, but just start thinking about what you might want to ask for and what you might want to give. Um, also, if you're interested, we do have a full list of every single rec that was sent last year in our exchange, um, which you can also find on our Tumblr. I think if you search the tag, like, rec exchange, you should be able yes. to find it. Um, or just go back through the archive and look for January, I think is when we put those up, as well as reveals. So, yeah, get excited for that. And before that, we've got another episode of FitClick coming Ooh. out October 30th. We are doing a theme for this one. Um, it's the day before Halloween, so we decided to do some spooky fix this time. Um, I'm excited. This is definitely a step out of my comfort zone. Uh, Nick, do you want to tell us what you're bringing? Oh, I'd love to. Um, okay, so the fic that I'm bringing for this next episode is called In the Room Where You Sleep by Blur Hawaii, and it is a BuzzFeed Unsolved RPF fic for Shane slash Ryan. Um, if you want to read this before the episode, highly encourage you to read the tags. Um, it, it definitely has some sensitive content in there. I think it's fabulous, but, you know, just go unprepared. Brenna, what are you bringing? Alright, so the fic I'm going to bring is called Vermilion Bones, parentheses, slither through my veins, make a liar out of me, by Prince Pixel. Uh, this is a NCT fic, K-pop group NCT. It is also a choose-your-own-adventure fic in the style of basically like a slasher film. <laughs> it's very fun, I'm excited to talk about it. You play as Taeyong, essentially. Um, because it's got that slasher vibe, it's definitely also got some content warnings, so just check out the tags on this one as well um, if you want to read this fic slash play along. Reed, what are you bringing? I'm bringing a podfic called Landfall. The podfickers are Frecklebombfic and Vidriana underscore pod. The original author is Scribe, I think, is how you say that. Um, this is an original fic. For our fanfiction podcast, um, <laughs> transformative works and all that good stuff. It is spooky stories being told on a spaceship. I think the only tag for it is existential horror. Um, Hell yeah. It's spooky, but I think it comes with less overall content warnings than maybe your two yeah. fics do. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, as a noted baby who cannot consume anything <laughs> even like adjacent to scary, uh, I'm excited and a little bit nervous for this episode. Well, hey, thank you so much, everyone, for sticking around for the year and also for this episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.